0: Welcome to today's Pastor's Roundtable, where we'll discuss Sunday's sermon. Hey, Facebook right. Live, how are you? Hello, hello. Howdy, howdy, this is Alan. Good, yeah, we got Alan with us today, Alan Marks. You remember Marks? Yeah, he's a great man of God, does
1: community advance preaching next week. We're excited to hear yes, you sir. this week. Yes, sir. We'll be preaching about biblical faith. How do we know when we have it? How to apply it? Yeah. Luke chapter 17, beginning at yeah. verse 5. It's going to be a great day. That's awesome. Absolutely.
0: That's awesome. Gully's out of town today. He's on vacation. That's so a good thing. It's a great day. Well thing. deserved. Well deserved. It's He's been deserved. working hard. So He's a good man. Yeah, so we're welcoming Alan to the pastor's round table. Excited to have him today.
2: So, Absolutely. And I'm excited to be here. Amen. Actually, Alan is an extremely gifted individual. He Not only can he preach the Word, he's a worship leader, uh, and also the executive director of the Community Advance. Yes, Community Whoa. Advance is a faith-based, nonprofit organization.
1: We're committed to changing our community here in Northwest Baptist Church, working with 6th through 8th graders and high schoolers, giving them principles how to live a Christian life and introducing them to uh, life skills that help them be successful. But most importantly, we introduce them to Jesus Christ, believing that we can give them all of the life skills and not give them Christ, and we have not helped them very much. Amen. Amen. Changing the
2: community one person at a time. One person at a time. That's, That's right. Great. That's great. That's right. One life. Well, we continued uh, the Renew series that uh, was started uh, a week ago, and uh, it's Renew When God Breathes Fresh Life into His Church. And uh, last week we focused on confession and restoration, and this week we turned our attention on our renewed focus of purpose. And um, we find this purpose uh, as you were preaching, um, Pastor Rob, in Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen, and 20. And so, you know, I was thinking this is obviously the goal for every believer, for every church. So the question that I wanted to pose to you guys is what compels a believer to want to live this out? This is the goal. This is the purpose. But what compels a believer to want to live this out? I think any time
0: you... you live this out, it's really a genuine love for Christ. I mean, that, that's gotta be the, the, the central factor that the response to your love for Christ is a desire to live it out. So, like, I would, I think, you know, when when, when I genuinely love my wife. I'm going to show that in what I do and giving her flowers and different things. And so when I genuinely love Christ, all I can do is want to do what he's called us to do. And I think the only way that I have a genuine love for Christ is to understand the gospel, understand what he has done for me and how he has loved me so much. He loved me first and therefore I love him. And so that that that's the only way I can understand that
1: or grasp that. Yeah, but not only that, once you've experienced the saving grace of salvation, you naturally want to tell others about it. Any good news you want to share and there's no better news than to know that Christ died for our sins and rose again and that we have eternal life, not only in this life but in a life to come. What an exciting message to give. But not only that, God has called us to be ambassadors and as an ambassador of Christ my responsibility is just to take the message of the King to to everyone who I speak to. And the message is that you have eternal life through Jesus Christ. Just one Amen. message, and That's I'm good. just excited. Should you not be excited that you have Amen. such a message as that? Amen. That's good. Amen. That's
0: good. I'm excited.
2: That's good. I'm excited, brother. <laughs> Are you excited? I am. That's good. That's good. Well, um, this may be an obvious uh, question, but um, and it is a bit obvious, but, but I want to... I want to I want us to, to, to think through this a little bit. Do you, you know when we're looking at the scripture, do you have to quit your job? and join the clergy in order to fulfill this purpose. Because, you know, when you when you look at this, we're talking about making disciples, we're talking about baptizing, we're talking about teaching. Okay, so someone could look at this and they could say, okay, Christ was talking to His disciples and He was saying, okay, go therefore, make disciples, baptize, teach. Um, talk about how we live this out when we're not when we're not living as you know in the past as a
0: pastor yeah. yeah i mean i think i think i think that's that we've talked about this before on one of these segments but i think that's a that's a, there's some confusion out there that you have to be uh vocationally called to live out your faith and be live out the great commission and that's simply not true i mean uh, the the simple fact is is christ uh, Calls us to as we go. You know, the, the, in the Greek it says as we go, and so it, it, it's this thought process of the, of we're all called to the Great Commission. It's not just a select few, or it's not just the pastors, or it's not just the leadership of the church, or the deacons, whatever that may be. It it is all who follow Jesus. Okay? Right. That we are called his disciples, not based upon that we're pastor, but based upon that we love Christ, that we we have been given that great salvation. And thus we want to follow what he has commanded us to do and uh, live that out in our
1: life. That's good. Yeah, I certainly agree with that sentiment. Uh, that tends to be some confusion that the commission is only commissioning the pastors, but it's actually commissioning every believer in Jesus Christ to share the good news of the gospel, to be a disciple maker, to reach people for Christ and to walk with them to maturity Everyone's, And he's just asking us to reach those within our sphere of influence. Right. Whoever you come into contact with, if God opens the door, then share the good news. Now you're becoming a disciple maker. Right.
0: You know, this verse in 1 Peter 2, 9 says this. You are a chosen race. Talking about the people of God, a royal priesthood. We're a priesthood of believers, a holy, a holy nation, a people for his own possession. And and then he said that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's not just for pastors. No. We're a whole people of... of, of, of ministers of the that's right that's
2: right and you know wherever you are in your workplace or your 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 home or your spirit influence um, that's where you're able to to make a, a difference that's where you're able to reach others and and the clergy uh there's there's no pastor there's no pastor in that setting and God has placed each one of us in different settings to reach right. reach reach out and reach those. Um, there's a promise that Christ made in this scripture and and He said, um, "Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age." Let's talk a little bit about this promise. Um, he gives us a purpose and then He gives us a promise. Amen. Yeah. Well, immediately, once
1: we give our life to Christ, the indwelling of the presence of the Holy Spirit comes and He lives within us, and He is there to empower us to do everything that God has called us to do. A lot of things that God calls us to do, even to make disciples in our own strength, it's impossible. But Jesus said, with me, all things are impossible, Amen. so He's given us the great possibility to carry out the Great Commission because He has given us the indwelling presence, not only presence, but the power of the Holy Spirit. And since he he is Amen. there. He will always be there in us until we get our glorified bodies in heaven. Christ in us, the Spirit of God in us, empowering us Amen. to do this magnificent work. Yeah, Scripture says that yeah. that the uh, the same power yeah. that
0: resurrected Christ from the dead is the same power that now lives in us. The Spirit yeah. now lives in us. And yeah. so yeah. the same Spirit of Christ that resurrected Him from the dead now is in us and gives us the ability to accomplish what
2: God wants to accomplish, yeah. which is amazing. It's an yeah. amazing deal. And and you know, my thought is, if you're watching right now and and you sense any discouragement or you, you you're thinking about your purpose as a believer, uh, be encouraged. Be encouraged that God has. Place the Holy Spirit inside of you and that that he is going to empower you for what he has called you to do. And uh, what a great promise from the Lord. So, well, God gave us a great week and uh, he's going to do it again. um, I know uh, throughout this week and then as we come back together this coming weekend. Um, at 10:45 to worship together as a church, and then before that, in small groups at 9:30 on Sunday morning. But uh, what a great time here yeah. at the pastors' roundtable! You know, we're good. gonna have a new sign this week. I'm really excited about it because I
0: think it kind of signifies what God's doing in our church, yeah. renewing of of our church, and and it just kind of signals, yeah. Hey, you know what? We're here. We're here for the Gospel. We're here for Northwest. We're here for the people of Oklahoma City. And it's exciting times. It is good.
1: Yeah, just let me say, if you don't have anything to do Sunday morning, you don't know where to go, what to do, come to Northwest Baptist. I'm going to be talking about biblical faith this Sunday. How do you know when you have it? How to apply it? The Word of God says we are to live by faith. What does that mean? God will empower us to do it. Come in here. See what God wants to say about that.
0: Amen. We're excited you watched this morning. We'll see you guys later, all right?